your weak ass on. They probably throw the rib tips out. Bitch, we eat that round here, my nigga. That's called good eating, my nigga. It's shit. We call that dessert, motherfucker. Get your weak ass out of here talking about barbecue. <laughs> New York's taking over the barbecue scene. My chalice like these came with no shoe strings in them. Yeah. My car don't like keys. That bitch pushed a star in it. Yeah. I bought some ball mains and I put some G's in it. Yeah. Went to the ball game and I got floor seats, didn't I? Yeah. I took 20,000 and went to Miami. Yeah. Went to Club Live and it came in handy. Yeah. $100 bill. You My friend, Tyler Song. John, John Boy. We did it. We Gucci. You did it. We good. Pull through, bro. Hey. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. Oh, man. You know what I mean? You were dedicated. Dedicated to the Thank internet. You. I am. I, I will die for this shit. And you came through, man. <laughs> Guys, we almost didn't have a podcast. We were having some technical difficulties. There were some Skype technical difficulties. There were some internet technical difficulties. But, hey, we are dedicated to giving the people what they want. And Tyler put his foot down and said, God damn it, guys. <laughs> it stops here. It stops here, technical difficulties. We're going to get it done. God damn it. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, man. No, I am. Words of affirmation, man. I was 4.3 seconds from saying, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was right there. We'll try tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck it. Shit happens. And you came through with us. No, not today. <laughs> You're a hell of a guy. Anyway, let's just introduce the podcast, jump into this shit. What do you think? Sounds like a plan, man. All right, man. This is the Jenkins and Judge show. I'm the Jethro Jenkins and my, my pal here. I'm uh, Dragonfly Jens. Yeah, and uh, subscribe. 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 Subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment, all right? Music in the description. And most importantly, if you don't fuck with us, don't fuck with us. Don't say shit to us if you don't fuck with us. We leave us alone. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Go away. You know what's funny? Go away, beat it, and scram. Scram. Scram is always scramming good money since like 1933, I feel Ooh, like. Ooh, you tell a nigga to scram, that's on the verge of fighting words, bro. <laughs> if you tell me to scram, I have to might have to punch you in your shit. Yeah, that's that's about as disrespectful as it gets. That might be the next step. Scram. I think I told a nigga to beat it once. It was, it was, it was beat it or scram. I was on the phone having a real conversation. It was one of those weird ass niggas that just doesn't have any social skills. Mm-hmm. It was beat it a scram, and it felt really good. <laughs> I've never. I don't think I've ever told anyone to scram. I might have to do that, dude. I just. I do actually. I think what had happened was, like, normally I wouldn't have said it, but it was on my mind to say it. I think I heard somebody say it, and it sounded impressive as fuck to me. Yeah, and, I mean, sometimes you sometimes you got to live in the moment, man. Yeah, and it came to my mind when he was annoying me. And it was like, yo, this is my time. I cannot let this pass. I don't give a <laughs> fuck what this guy thinks about me. So I can be kind of a dickhead in this moment. I've never ever done it since. But that was a perfect moment. He's one of those guys that's going to be, like, he's kind of annoying, but he's annoying enough and socially awkward enough to not give up on being cool with you. Uh-huh. So he was yeah. the perfect guy to be to say it to. And I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just it, it had to be done. Yeah. Let's jump into this shit. Before we get started though, you heard McDonald's is serving made to order burgers. I just I just happened to run across that right before we get almost gave up on this motherfucker today. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean I don't I don't see what the I mean, dude, I always get made to order burgers because I do the, the no onions trick. You know what I'm saying? So you know they make your shit fresh. So no, you ain't getting a crusty ass, dry ass no, burger. I'm not no, not like putting like actual beef on a grill, bro. What the fuck? Actual meat, bro. Not the beef flavored pudding pops that they've been serving us. <laughs> wow. Actual well, fucking beef. 
Wow. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's probably less healthy because it's like straight up grease that hasn't ran off the shit yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you get a little old ass dry ass patty. You know, I think that's a little healthier than the greasy shit fresh off the grill. I think when something's actually food, it's better for you. <laughs> yeah, that too. Dude, like I told you about how my brother left some would like with stuff McDonald's burgers and pizza and shit. Like yeah. in like drawers and shit when he was in elementary school. Well, like that shit, like it just got hard. It never molded or anything. So I mean, it was good that he did it with that. But yeah, that shit's that's not normal shit that you're supposed to put into your body. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, you might be right. I just think when you're putting chemicals rather than food, eh, I don't know. Did you see that fucking barbecue? You saw that barbecue. You talking about that. That fucking New right, York. The motherfucking Brooklyn barbecue, that goddamn dry-ass brisket looked like a fucking uh, church belt and shit. This motherfucking church belt. One of old-ass <laughs> like thick friend. leather belts. Yeah. <laughs> goddamn notches where the buckle go be ashy right. as Brittle as fuck. Somebody called that bitch ashy, man. This ashy-ass barbecue, a white dude, too. Yeah. I had to follow that nigga. <laughs> nigga said this shit was ashy. I'm like, nigga. I said, look, dude, I'm thinking like this, bro. If the cook isn't on the cusp of being diabetic, you can keep that shit, bro. I need some beefy-ass ankles. I need to be seasoned in a racist state, okay? It needs to be a red state, not a blue state. Fuck blue state barbecue, all right? You know, I, I mean, did you see the dude that wrote the shit? He looked like fucking Doogie Howser, bro. You know what I'm saying? Keep that ashy-ass barbecue away from me, man. Ain't nobody fucking with your... Your weak ass, that curated ass barbecue picture, nigga. Fuck curation, bitch. Give me the mess. You know what I mean? He set the fucking meat up, bitch. And them fucking weak ass pickles. Nah, nigga. <laughs> Little you know baby what I mean? ass pickles, man. Right, man. Artisan fuck artisanal pickles. Fuck that shit. Made no bitch ass, nigga. I ain't trying that weak ass shit, man. It, the, they, the barbecue sandwich at that spot probably is actually a sandwich. A barbecue spot, <laughs> actual sandwich. right? You go to a fucking barbecue spot. A barbecue sa- sandwich is fucking barbecue on top of white bread, nigga. Yeah, that shit is chaos, nigga. A, a good barbecue sandwich looks like fucking chaos, nigga. It looks like a fucking apocalypse in that bitch, <laughs> right, nigga? You know what I'm saying? But that shit be tasting delicious, nigga. Probably don't know what a fucking rib tip is, bitch. I'm trying to tell you about barbecue. <laughs> Take your weak ass on. They probably throw the rib tips out, bitch. We eat that round here, my nigga. <laughs> That's called good eating, my nigga. Shit, we call that dessert, motherfucker. Get your weak ass out of here talking about barbecue. <laughs> New York's taking over the barbecue scene. <laughs> that bitch, I'll fight that, you. That, that tidy ass barbecue, but barbecue is neat as hell, bro. N- neatly folded ass fucking brisket. <laughs> Take that shit on somewhere, nigga. Weak ass in the south wind, ham on his ass. Niggas was hot, like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about, nigga? <laughs> Saw that fucking three strips all the way off to the right, nigga. All that fucking open area, nigga. That shit should be a fucking monstrosity, bro. That's how you know it's barbecue, nigga. Shit, nobody want that motherfucking shit, boy. You better take that gentrified ass shit all up somewhere else, bro. Yeah. We like ours good. all the way racist, not fake racist. <laughs> yeah, all super. Like, good barbecue, if, if you're not halfway through, like, a good barbecue plate and you're wondering, what the fuck am I doing to yourself, you're not doing it right, no, bro. I, mean, I bet you don't even fall asleep after. You don't get the itis from that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you probably be uh, hyper as hell. Right, after, man. Nigga, get energetic. Nigga, I need to fall asleep for about three days after a good barbecue plate, nigga. That's how I know. If I almost die after eating that motherfucker. <laughs> That's how I know it's good, man. That shit look nutritious as fuck. Keep that weak ass shit. And I'm a healthy ass salad ass nigga. And I don't want that when I go get some barbecue, nigga. Yeah, fuck that. Shit, fuck all of that. Anyway, man, I got a question for you, G. Yeah. I got a question for you, my friend. I'm all ears, man. Oh, yeah. All right, man. I, I, I think we started to get thirsty. I mean, we've been thirsty on the internet. But I think we started to get thirsty like when it comes to this this bat, this sports shit, man. I think, did you? Okay, you saw you saw the hard move and the LeBron move that went stupid viral. I think we starting to get thirsty. Those moves were not that impressive, bro. I mean, Bron Bron looked up. I definitely think he he didn't expect it to go through his teammates' leg. You know, I, I know he planned to go around the back, but I don't think he thought that that. It would go through Tristan's legs too. Like that was a little cherry on the Sunday there. But yeah. but Harden, Harden, the, the stare down with Harden was what I love most, bro. Like that, that was, was the rude best as fuck, that, man. That was the best part of the move. The yeah. crossover, 
he gave him a little shoulder. The dude was already a little off balance. Harden's strong and, 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 a, and a big guy. You know, gave gave Wesley Johnson ass a little shoulder nudge and and sent him to the deck. You can saw Wesley's face like, damn, I'm finna be a meme. But I think it was like, I'm finna be a meme over this weak ass shit. He ain't even all the way yank his ass. He just had him off balance, gave him a nudge, nigga fell. Step back 800 feet because you know he covers so much ground on that motherfucking step back. And stared at him. And, I mean, we all knew Harden. It's Harden. It's fucking James Harden. He's hitting the fucking deep ball, bro. When yeah. He's naked. He's hitting the deep ball. Ain't nobody on his ass. He doesn't, you know, he got your ass up off him. But we just acted like he really yanked the fuck out his ass. And it was like, you know, he gave, gave him a... I mean, it was a nice move, but it wasn't like, Oh, my God! Viral everything! You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it, I think, and then with the Brian move, it was really a turnover, bro. He got lucky. That was a turnover that turned into a great play. It, and it, hey, and it, man. Even and when he go ahead, you said what? Hey, no risk, no glory, man. Sometimes you got to say fuck it. I, you know, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Shit, come on, man. Probably getting turnovers. <laughs> I would like to look at his numbers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's turnover. It's a turnover ratio. It's probably good, but. I mean, he, I, we, I've seen him have some high turnover games because he's, you know, trying to force shit. And he's, I mean, he has to sometimes. I mean, you know, he's, he's, he has a the team on his back, you feel me? But, like, but yeah, like, dude, he, he, it was a reactionary play going behind the back. I believe he meant to go behind his back. It would have been a turnover if Tristan was standing in a, in a not the perfect way for it to go through his legs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then Brian, this is my favorite play ever. Like, God, Brian, I mean, you didn't, you accidentally did it. How was, you know what I mean? Like, even Brian jumped on his fucking, he's thirsty on his own dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, damn, dog, these weren't really great moves. And I, I mean, dude, I'm a regular ass, I'm, I'm sitting in a chair right now. I make my money sitting in the fucking chair. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying these aren't great athletes and have done some great shit. And that's, you know, these, you know, it's not a good move. It's good, but it's like, Hey, let's get excited over this accident. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, do we, are, 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 it's, do you think part of it is just the media cycle where like, you know, like people just blow shit up because they have to get clicks and then we just eat it up? You know what I mean? Um, You know what? I, I, I would say that plays a part into it, but we're, we're not at, at, it's not a, a, a rarity for there to be some amazing shit happening in the NBA. Like, I feel like something amazing happens literally every night in the NBA, and we see a Twitter clip of it. Like, it's a great fucking league with some amazing athletes doing some amazing shit. I agree. But I don't know if those two, like, Brian, like, that's the top top three best plays. He said something like the top three best plays ever. Eh. <laughs> like ever, like like not his plays, but ever. That's no of his plays. That's what he said. Oh, okay. okay. Come on, man. An accident. I mean, this isn't this isn't this isn't, this isn't this isn't like the Jordan play when he jumped in the air and saw like you know, uh, you know, all those defenders there switched the left hand. So it was an accident. He didn't mean he was going to dunk it, and then he adjusted in the air because he was thinking like, yo. You know, these are some shot blockers. Let me not try to dunk in their ass. He probably could have because they were looking at him at all. You know what I mean? But that wasn't a – that happened in – you know, but he – accidentally in a way, but he meant to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Brian didn't look at – oh, his legs are open. I can throw it's, – it's not – you know, it's not like when Chris Paul be doing that shit in an open court. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it, – uh, it's not even like fucking hot sauce doing that shit on the fucking N one tapes. He <laughs> actually means to go behind his back and throw it through your legs. Yeah, that was a flat out accident, and we made that shit like it was. I mean, dude, the best part of that shit was actually the finish with the left. Took the hit, finish, yeah. and one. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I think we get kind of thirsty, man. Like that's how I feel. I was uh, Nate. Nate had mentioned it. Uh, on Twitter, but I just, I feel like niggas just, we, like, oh, we need this excitement, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, look, bro, like, Am I being we, we gotta make the most, I, I mean, I feel like we gotta make the most of these um, regular season moments, because come playoff time, we all know the Golden State juggernaut is gonna take all the fun out of that, so, shit. I'm lying to myself, bro. Don't do it, man. I'm doing it. Fuck it, man. Make it fun, nigga. Fuck they, it. They need Bron, bro. If, if, if Bron goes to Houston, I will start lying to myself as well. Oh, if Bron goes to Houston, you ain't going to lie to yourself. They going to get some dubs, nigga. 
fly the yeah. fuck out. Ain't, you ain't got a lot of yourself. Then I, I, I'm lying to myself. But I think with, with the with the Rockets now. But I mean, fuck it, man. I'd rather be lied to than bored. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what's real as hell. That's been basically every situation. So yeah. I'm gonna just lie to lies myself. Can, lies can make shit exciting, man. Right, right. So I'm gonna just lie to myself. You know what I mean? So fuck it, man. Anyway, man, you saw the Canelo shit. Uh, See, I came here with a dangerous attitude and I stayed here. Had me loose while I bathed here. Scrubbing up your woman's butt. Bubbles come from under us. All the strength that I could mud. Stir couldn't make that thunder hush. Bada block girl or a critic. Who we talking? All this shit weird. All the typing and the clicking. My door slash actress, or whatever you think you practice, you don't matter as much as your ass does. Got a housewife or a bar wife, why don't you watch your own life? I guess cause you got no life. Got a cool sign or a high five or a thumbs up, you're a dumb fuck in my eyes, so don't try. Got a meatloaf or a rap beef, put it like this, if you even take my life, then don't attack me. motherfucker out here juicing and shit saying he, they found the same chemical and contaminated meat <laughs> that, right. that they found in his system and shit like i'm like bro roids basically turn you into a, cont- a contaminated piece of meat any fucking way so <laughs> first of all it's just a funny name clinbuterol like who the fuck who the fuck comes up with these clinical names clinbuterol <laughs> right. i mean damn nigga like you know <laughs> that's interesting also that has happened before with other Mexican athletes. Yeah. Like Mexican, that's the, like it's happened where they've ate meat that's contaminated, like beef that's contaminated, and they've had residual, you know, steroids in their body or whatever, or you know, banned substances, which is in this case is consistently clenbuterol. Dude, what the fuck? Mexico got some shit, bro. <laughs> like. Like the, you eat the beef and you catch steroids, <laughs> right? <laughs> nigga, nigga eating meat, nigga just like eating dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this motherfucker, like get a beef taco, nigga. 
<laughs> and oh, you got some roids in you. <laughs> what the? That's right. Mexico is wild. Man. That's some wild shit, man. I was talking to some people earlier. They were talking about Tijuana. You heard about mule fucking? Yeah. I've, you heard or, about that? Yeah. The, the donkey shows or whatever they call yes! those shit. Yeah, bro. It's wild out there, man. That you people go to Tijuana to see get humans see humans or women get fucked by donkeys. And yeah. what's wild about that, like my mind starts going crazy. My mind is weird. It's like, yo, do these donkeys nut in these women? What happens with that nut? You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I'm not a scientist, so like I don't know if there's a possibility of some weird shit coming out of her body because of that. You know what I mean? Like well, she can't make a donkey a donkey man, if that's what you're asking. Nigga, I don't know. Maybe a motherfucking no. <laughs> no, that, that's what's not shit? possible. Bro. What's that shit? The horse with the legs? <laughs> Goddamn centaur. Yeah, shit. yeah, centaur will come out that motherfucker, you feel me? <laughs> Mr. Ed'll pop out that pussy talking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't no telling, bro. I'm like, damn, my nigga. Like my shit starts going like, yo, dudes, y'all really Y'all really, people really fucking donkeys in places in our neighbors, our neighbors, neighboring country. That is crazy as hell, bro. I can cross the border and see a human get fucked by a donkey. What a world we live in. What a fucking world, man. But, dude, if he was taking them steroids, man, good for him, dog. Ain't no way he's going to beat GGG. He lost the last fight. I'm a, I'm a Canelo fan. I love Canelo. He might be my favorite boxer right now. You know, well, him or, uh, or Bud, the dude from Nebraska, you know what I mean? Uh, they can bang, you know what I'm saying? But like, he's he's one of my two favorite fighters, you know what I mean? And dude, ain't, he lost the last fight. Ain't no way winning this fight. That nigga GGG was eating his shit, eating his mm-hmm. shit. He needs roids. The only way he can get any better is by getting stronger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So if he was, man, I should. I I, I would if I was him too. That, and he was getting his head binked the fuck up. That motherfucker, he would cock back and hit GGG, and that motherfucker wouldn't even blink. He just walked through that bitch. Wouldn't even stop him. And the Canelo, we know Canelo is a power puncher. Mm-hmm. So he might need them motherfuckers, man. I don't know, man. You think he was taking that shit on purpose? <sighs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him, I saw a video of him listening to Mexican rap, and I'm like, this nigga did it. <laughs> I don't know why. When you involve rap, the nigga did it. <laughs> no, not for real, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Like yeah, you you listen to this trash trash ass rap nigga, you might you might make some bad decisions. <laughs> I question your decision making. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean Mexican Mexican boxing is, is such is such a unique culture. Like if, if you're like a Mexican boxer, by the time you're 19, you probably got like 35 fights under your belt already. You know, it's 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 weird down there, bro. Should he had like 40 something, almost 50, like early 20s, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean he been the pro since you know a, a teen. So I mean I don't know man, I love it. I I love him as a fighter, bro. But eh, I think he might have did that shit, man. I'm gonna still be watching May fifth. I hope that, they said the fight will still probably go on. Yeah, goddamn Canelo out here eating eating steroid meat, and Triple G probably just out here goddamn eating steel beams and shit. <laughs> Triple G's just out here being him, nigga. That motherfucker's right. an animal. You know what I'm saying? You know that nigga? He wanted. He, he wants to make sure to go through steroid, like the, the like the toughest steroid testing to let people know, like, yo, this is really me. Like, yeah. I'm really this strong. That's Bro, how he did it. Those Eastern European because they're a different breed, dog. The, uh, he's well, he's like from like the like the Russian like that that area, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, is, is, you said oh, Eastern European. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So that's Russia's in Asia. But uh, is, is how how close is it? So Triple G is from like Kazakhstan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah, that's like what they used to call the Eastern Bloc back when communism was still alive and shit. Yeah. Like, like the, the the part of bordering Eastern Europe and Russia and shit. Yeah, I remember that one show, Bully Beatdown, and the only bully that got only time the bully won was he he was a Russian dude that just he embarrassed the actual MMA fighter. Like <laughs> he didn't lose. You remember that show, Bully Beatdown on MTV? Yeah, yeah, that shit was he, crazy. The, he, the, he kept all the whole, I think it was $10,000 or something like that. Whatever it was, maybe $1,000, I don't know. But whatever money was available, that fucking, the, the bully, the guy that was getting bullied, didn't get shit. Because MMA fighter got his ass whooped. And actually, the host, 
said, yo, if you want to fight in a, if you want to fight MMA, you know, I'll train you. <laughs> Not only did the bully win all the money, he got a job offer after that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, man, that shit funny as hell, man. But yeah, uh, if he's from that area, whatever, you know, I, I'm not, I'm American. I'm not really hip to a lot of shit. I got to get better at that. But yeah, uh, I see why he's so fucking strong. But yeah, anyway, uh, did you see that, uh, the Steve Kerr speaking on NCAA? You saw that, what he was talking about? Yeah, about how, how players should be able to go back and they don't get drafted. I have never, ever thought of that. And that is really weird to me that I've never, ever thought that should be an option. But I think it definitely should be an option. Um, you know, uh, it's 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 a lot of shit you got to consider with that. Like mainly the the recruits who are coming in to replace guys who who are you know everyone knows is going to make that leap. Mm-hmm. Like you know if 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 you tell a kid you're going to get a ton of minutes because so and so is going in the draft, and that kid comes back, like you know what do you tell the kid you recruited to replace him? Sorry, sorry for you. <laughs> the game's a game. <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, it's, I mean, that's the same thing, too. If you're recruiting a kid that, um, let's say you're recruiting a point guard and you think maybe like a better point guard isn't coming to you. You know what I mean? And you're mm-hmm. recruiting a point guard. You get the point guard um, that you're recruiting and the guy that you thought you were going to get decided at the last minute, I'm going to come to you. What do you say? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's, that's just part of it, bro. You know, part of signing to a team is the unknown. Even with like the uh, – Sharif O'Neal situation where Arizona, you know, had that shit going on. So now he's going to UCLA. There's probably a there's probably a, a guy in this position coming to UCLA that's like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. There goes there goes my playtime. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah, I, I get that, but at the same time, you know, like I feel if especially if it's if it's you know they 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 don't they don't force you to play their first year in college basketball. And you can go straight to the NBA and you decide that, you know, after maybe if you go undrafted, okay, I can come back to college. I think that should be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, it's, 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 what is I don't know. It's just, it's a lot that? of, it's, what is it's a lot of bullshit. What is unfair about that? You, you would probably have to, to get rid of the, the, the red shirt transfer rules if you enacted that, you know. To, to give a kid the right to leave a school if he came there, you know, under the pretense that he was going to get the dude who was leaving's minutes, and that dude comes back. And I don't know if the NCAA. What well, you mean, like the, the, the rule where the guys should sit out for a year if you transfer? Yeah, yeah, you got to sit out a year if you transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but I'm why, not sure why, if the NCAA would ever get rid of that for why, whatever why fuck. Why, why do you think they have to get rid of that? I don't know why they want it, but they just seem to, to be so hard up on that fucking dumbass rule for some reason. I'm saying, why do you think they'd have to get rid of that rule? I mean, t- to let a kid transfer if, if he doesn't want to be there anymore after the, the dude who's supposed to go to the NBA comes back. Okay, but I'm saying, well, like, if the dude, if he never played a game for that team, can he not transfer pro- like, and, and be fine? And maybe I'd sit out a semester, but it'll be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I don't know the exact rules, but if you never played, a, if the guy comes back, okay, um, and, and, the, guy, and, you, and the, the kid never played a, 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 a game, in game for that team, could they not transfer without that, having to sit out a full year? Uh, probably, but the thing is, like, they'd rather sit out commit, a semester, though. I mean, they probably have to sit yeah. out a semester, you know. But once yeah. you commit, what are you saying? Like, once you do any type of basketball thing related to a school you committed for, like that, pretty much starts the eligibility there. And like, there's all types of summer league shit and all that types of shit that you know, incoming freshmen do, you know, before yeah. the draft happens and shit. That starts your eligibility, but I don't think it. But like, you can still like, there's people that on like practice with the team that are red shirts, so it starts your eligibility, like as far as like. You, I think you have five years of eligibility. This is what I remember from, you know, when I was in college. You have five years of eligibility. It starts when you, uh, when you start, when you, I guess, when you start playing. And four of those years, you can play and one you can redshirt. So, like, yeah. if he, so if that kid, like, and then there's, like, medical redshirts and shit like that, right? But if that kid transfers to another team, and starts playing with that team, or like, or sits out maybe a semester. They still are that. that I don't think that semester counts against their eligibility. Like, I mean, it counts against their eligibility as a whole, but it doesn't count against them. That is, they can still play for four full years, or if they sit out a whole year when they transfer, they can still play four full years. Yeah. So I don't. So just because just because you're practicing with a team does not like once you play. What if the, if he played a game and then wanted to transfer after that? Then that even if he played like. 
five minutes. He can't that he only has three more years he could play. So if you don't play in season, that doesn't affect your four years of playing eligibility. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, dude, like, I think that'd be fine. So I don't think that's really unfair. Like, that kid could still transfer and get four years of pl- to play somewhere else if they felt necessary. If, a you know, a nigga from just going to the NBA comes in and snatches your spot up off <laughs> Up off you, you feel me? <laughs> like, let me get the minutes back. Let me get the minutes back. Yeah, you know, you know, so I I I wasn't good enough to be in the NBA, but I'm still better than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I mean that's basically what's happened. But I, I I think that's a great idea, man. I mean there, I mean, we've known of horror stories of that dude from New York that uh used to go up against Braun. Uh I forgot Lenny his Cook. name. Yeah, Lenny Cook, who was a, a legend in New York and was was an A B C D legend. You know what right. I mean? Bro, my, my, my homeboy down here was working with him at, like, the Food Line Distribution Center a few years back, dog. Seriously. And that dude was supposed to, I mean, and, and, and just him deciding going to the, decided on going to the NBA. Like, dude, he probably had people all in his ear. He's 18 making a decision, you know, based upon what adults that are manipulating him. You know what I mean? If that was available at that time, that, that, that could potentially say, change his, well, it would have, not potentially, would have completely changed his life. You know what I'm saying? Not only would he have, you know, been able to come back and play college ball, if he just turned out not to be as good as he thought he was, he would have had a degree at least. Yeah. Not a nigga working at Food Line. I didn't even know <laughs> wow, Food Lines bro. existed. <laughs> Shit, I they thought they was dead. Virginia, bro. I thought they was dead as fuck. By low, thought it was dead. You know what I mean? I thought it had gone, <laughs> gone the way of by low. Out of here, you feel me? Goddamn, Winn Dixie and Piggly Wiggly and shit. We had a Weigels in motherfucking uh, in uh, Tennessee. We had this, uh, it was like a corner store, like a gas station called Weigels. Interesting, not that interesting actually, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think, I think, I think, dog, I think that's that's a great idea. You know what I mean? I think I don't know if that really would affect any other rules. You know what I mean? And 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 I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know. You know, but. I think it's a I think it's a hell of an idea. I think it's best for the kids for sure. Yeah, and that's probably why the NCAA won't pass it because it's great for the kids. It's yeah. it's it's a it's a way that kids can, you know, put their foot in the pool and see their earning power, and the NCAA wants no parts of that. It's like <laughs> either you're gonna go or fuck you. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah, decide right. against us, you can't come back. You know what yeah. I mean? They give you that ultimatum at 18. Like, come on, man. You know what I mean? You get an agent. Now, you should be able to do that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what... I don't know why these rules are these rules. You know what I mean? Like, who, who does it hurt by them getting an agent and seeing if they have a chance of going to the league? It hurts nobody else but the pockets of people who are already dumb rich. Right. You know what I mean? But by, by these, Nobody but these institutional... Po- you, don't have, you don't need to protect the institution. They'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck them niggas. Fuck them niggas, man. Like, you know what I mean? It'll, they'll be fine. You know, these where these guys that are going to the league, they're going to, like, Kentucky and shit. These, these big, they're going to big schools that have a whole lot of money. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of that money comes from football, my nigga. A lot of it ain't coming from basketball. You know what I mean? So... I don't know if that affects these institutions going to lose out that much from allowing this these kids to you know, you know look at look at their options. I mean, it's bullshit. Fuck that shit, man. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the the conclusion we come to whenever we discuss anything NCAA is fuck that shit. Fuck that shit and fuck them niggas. Fuck them niggas. Bing bing. All right, you saw Atlanta. Yeah. You know what is the most interesting part of Atlanta and Donald Glover as a whole. How he doesn't get more hairline jokes. <laughs> I, I think you, that's part of his aesthetic, man. Like, dude, he looks like it doesn't look like his hairline's receding. It looks like his face is growing. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like his face is getting bigger. It doesn't like his hairline's going away. Like it's it's it's, it's a weird thing, bro. But you know what? Go ahead. I, I I think people the only people who get hairline jokes are people who are like putting time into grooming it and it's still fucked up. Like people who put effort into it and it's and you still out here looking dusty as fuck and he just doesn't give a fuck. So I think that's where he slides. Yeah, it's not fun clowning niggas yeah. who just don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> right. Like, like you know, if you call him, hey, man, when are you going to get that job? He'd be like, probably never. He'd be like, oh, well, that's the end of that. Yeah, well, that's no – yeah, you took the foot out of that. He just yeah. – he hits the <laughs> joint and passed it to you like you want to. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't give a fuck at all. Like, in fact, he's like, you know, hey, you know, he's nice about it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know, like, you want to smoke a joint together afterwards? He doesn't care at all. Yeah, so I, th- <laughs> I think it's just, you know, there's nothing – yeah, there's nothing funny. I guess that's why. Because Donald Glover doesn't give a fuck. Anyway, so this shit's called Robin Season. And it's like, did you read Did you read uh, his story in The New Yorker? Yeah, about how it's going to be a whole bunch of fucking short stories that all come together for the bigger picture and shit. That's great. But did you read about like uh, how like the reason it's called Robin Season like is because of like Christmas and shit? Oh, I think that was yeah. in the show, actually. That was in the show they broke that down. Yeah, right? yeah. But that's kind of crazy because is that not how it is in Richmond? Yeah, that's that's when when crime spikes. That's when yeah when robberies spike. Of course, you know you seasonal depression when suicides and shit spike. So yeah, dude, like in St. Louis, like my head be on a swivel leaving the mall during Christmas. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I thought that was super interesting. Like, damn, like you really be looking. I don't know if it's just me, but I I I, I thought that was interesting because that's I I think like that. During that time of year too, I'm not like oh, like I'm not just you know just caught up in all the lights. And when I, I'm leaving with some packages, I'm looking around like, <laughs> who trying to jump out what car? You feel me? I'm like I'm hella you know. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was really interesting how, like, you saw the, the beginning, the beginning scene, and how like yeah. we all know kids like them. Those mm-hmm. are very human people, and you know, likable in that first scene. You know what I mean? And how casually they came up on that conversation to rob the fuck out of that, uh, whatever, was it, I, what, what was it, the checkers? I don't know. What, what, what's the, Mrs. Winners. You ain't never had Mrs. Winners, bro? Well, that's, that's a chicken spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, I never had it. But uh, I've heard oh, of that's it. That's just delicious. But uh, but yeah, like, that's that's just, ah, that was so interesting how they came up on that. And how dark it is and how nervous I was the entire episode. You feel like something, like, Something horrible is going to happen at any time. It's a diff, totally different feeling. Yeah. Cat Williams wasn't saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure exactly what his his part is, but I'm sure we're going to see plenty more of him, and he's going to play a huge part in this season, so I'm looking forward to that. I hope so. I was surprised at how fast Cat Williams ran. Yeah, that, that, that motherfucker was moving, man, with them little-ass strides. Right, 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 right. Especially <laughs> being... That he got, he couldn't get away from that kid that beat his ass. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you got some speed. You should have put that to use a few years ago before you, before you became went viral. You know what I'm saying? But damn, lumped up by an eighth grader out here, bro. Right, right. But it, I mean, it's like a Atlanta's like a like a gumbo of weirdness. Like it's a whole bunch of shit. Like all of a sudden there's a gator, and uh, and what's crazy? What well, the craziest part of there being a gator is that it didn't feel crazy. It was just like wow. You know, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, any other show, a gator walking out of a house. We'd be like, ah, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That gator belonged in that show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, at, at one of it seems like one of Atlanta's premises is them telling you some outlandish shit that you don't believe and then they prove it to be true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't believe motherfuckers are trapping out of Miss Winters, but they were. You know what I'm saying? You didn't believe, like, the Florida man shit. Like, you thought that, you know, um, Homeboy was just on his own on that shit and then Cat Williams threw out the Florida man reference too. You yeah, didn't believe right, there was right, an alligator right. there, then an alligator walked out. Like, that, like that's Atlanta's calling car right there. It's a hell of a show, man. It is, man. God damn. It's one of them shits where, like, it's like when I watch uh, Adventure Time, I'm like, motherfucker, I wish I made this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, yeah. I'm just so in awe. Like, I think a lot of it is like, this motherfucker put an alligator in a show. You know what I mean? And it made sense. <laughs> as crazy as the whole, you know, the whole situation was, like, it didn't feel, like, forced that he had an alligator in there. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? I'm 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 so not an appointment TV watcher. Like pretty much Game of Thrones and Atlanta are like the only two you know regular TV shows I watch. Like I watch Netflix shit, of course, but yeah, like for sure. sitting down in front of a TV watching cable shit. Like it's just Game of Thrones and Atlanta, and that's pretty much it, bro. Game of Thrones and Atlanta and Insecure for me. I know you caught it. Yeah, yeah, like, it's Insecure, yeah. of course. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, did you read that article uh, while Brian Tyree was talking about how dangerous, like how like there's a sense of danger in this season? And how, like, his life has a sense of danger now, too. Like, he's growing to, like, 
uh, paper boys growing to understand um, his his place, his situation, just as like you know Brian Tyree, the dude that plays paper boys, growing to understand his new situation in life. You know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. not he's like he's not familiar with the territory he's he's like in right now, like the space he's in, just like Paperboy is in, and how it, it, there's like a sense of danger in his life. It was, it was a I don't know if you read it, but you have uh, if you haven't, it's, it's a super interesting read. You should check it out. It's short too. It's you know, yeah, short as hell. So it was I don't you read you read the uh, you read the story uh, by I mean you read the story that was written about Donald Glover, right? You talked about that earlier about the New the, the, the New, New Yorker yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This that was that was shorter. So you should check that out. But dog, man, I mean, it's interesting as fuck for sure. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I don't know, like, I don't know what else he's gonna come up with. But <laughs> I feel like I feel like the alligator is just the beginning. Like, there'll probably be you know like, weirder, more you know crazier moments in the rest of the series. But yeah, I fuck with it, man. But anyway, so let's move on to this. I want to ask you this question, bro. Smoke. Um, Hey man, Sean Vandross, point live somewhere sexy, you know what it is, man. Vandross, that's annoying, niggas, you know. Gleam, go to my teeth, but I still got flaws. Uh, drip. Step out the water like Jesus, it look like boss. Look, then I had grew my little bit as she said, fuck you, baby, you look like Rick Ross. Early day hustling, grinding, six figures, nigga, I don't got no job. Young TV, nigga, district of Josh. Get my fed, I'll take my pick and I'm gone. She won't kick, cause I'm cool. Hiya, when you boot, nigga, this friend the song. Young TV, nigga, district of Josh. Get my fed, I'll take my pick and I'm gone. She won't kick, cause I'm cool. Hiya, when you boot, nigga, this friend the song. It's sick of boom, it's sick of boom. First start, nigga, I praise the God. Back on you, niggas, like Holy Ghost. Steve in this jump. Yeah, blow up when you just like the front. She said the flow's too perfect, it's cheap. Second off, nigga, it's very bonds. Look, yeah, nigga, creative player. Busting these moves, she said the fake. Oh, you wanna come to my team? Always the girl, you're late. I gotta do it in faith. I can't eat popping while I'm showing it to me to take. Look, if you want, if you want, if you want to tell me something, she said it was good. Glee. Go to my teeth, but I still got flaws. Uh, drip. Step out the water like Jesus. It look like boss. Look, then I had grew my little bit. As she said, fuck you, baby, you look like Rick Ross. Early day hustling, grinding. Six figures, nigga, I don't got no job. Get on TV, nigga, district of Josh. Get my fed, I'll take my pick and I'm gone. She want kick, cause I'm cool. Hey, honey, woo, nigga, this run the song. Get on TV, nigga, district of Josh. Get my fed, I'll take my pick and I'm gone. She want kick, cause I'm cool. Hiya, when you boot, nigga, just run the song. Yeah, nigga, so gonna play it. Any inches, you run the Himalayas. Bad little shorty, she look like to lay it. And I'm just I got all the flavor. Uh, they be like, fuck you, I say how you do. I said, baby, I pray and I stay in my bed. How this little nigga gon' come out the cut, he go broke and he go tell his dad. This is the get to the get. Born grown, nigga, why would I tell? This is the get to the get. Born grown nigga, why would I doubt? Glee, go to my teeth, but I still got flaws. Uh, drip. Step out the water like Jesus, it look like boss. Look, then I had grew my little bit as she said, fuck you, baby, you look like Rick Ross. Early day hustling, grinding, six figures, nigga, I don't got no job. Get on TV, nigga, district of Josh. Get my fed, I'll take my pick and I'm gone. She want kick, cause I'm cool. Hey, the song, young TV nigga, district of charge. Get my fed on, take my pick and I'm gone. She want kick because I'm cool. When you boot, nigga, just uh, Earlier, this the this past weekend, I was like walking, I was like walking around my neighborhood and shit, right? On mm-hmm. some like, it's nice, I'm in LA, look at the palm trees, shit, right? Then yeah. I got into this weird ass fucking place mentally, right? All of a sudden, I'm thinking about, I'm just my brain wanders, you know, shit gets, shit gets real. And I'm thinking about, yo, we live on an earth, okay, a planet, right? Um, this, this exists in an infinitely growing universe, 
right? And I'm just a human on this motherfucker. All I know is that I'm... Only thing I know for sure is that one day I'm going to die, right? I mm-hmm. don't know where I go. I don't know if I go anywhere after this. I choose to believe I do. And I was just thinking, how the fuck isn't everybody crazy? I had to come home. <laughs> I came home. like I started bugging out like, holy shit. Like, so, I mean, there's times where I'm like, I think about it. I'm like, this is amazing. And there's just a times where it just weighs on me. And I think about, you know, existential shit a whole lot. You know what I mean? Like, I get lost in that type of shit. And it's really a weird place to go because there's no answers to a lot of it. You know, and a lot of life is, you know, learning how to live without answers to shit. And it's like, we have this crazy-ass existence. So crazy that I don't think anything we've come up with is crazy. Like, the fact that we are here on this planet and we don't know how we're here, it makes me think religion isn't crazy. You know what I mean? Like... The fact, you know, like, our experience, our, our, our being here is so miraculous to me. You know what I mean? They're like, I could, you know, I could see, like, you know, there being a heaven after this or some shit. I mean, who am I to say there isn't? Nobody knows. And I don't even know how the fuck we got here. So I can't, I can't, like, you know, honestly say you're full of shit or anything about really, really most types of beliefs. I can believe that personally, but I can't say it with any real you know, facts backing it up because the fact that we're here and we don't know how is insane to me. And I'm lo- little, like low key, like bugging out at this very moment, thinking about the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, how do we, how do we adjust to that? How do we go? Like, like for me, like I, I went home, got high, ate some food, and forgot, try to forget about what I was thinking. You know what I mean? But, like, I think for me personally, like, that's why I create and draw and do whatever so much. Like, I, I'm thirsty to create because it gets my mind off of all the crazy shit that's going through it all the time. Yeah. But, like, what do you do? do you, I mean, you think about this, right? All the time, bro. How does it make you feel, Tyler? <laughs> Talk. It, make, it makes me feel like so much of what we do is so inconsequential. Like, like we, we could very well be... You know, the the only form of advanced life in the entire universe, which is hot, which is mathematically improbable, but it is a possibility. Yeah. And we like and we like and we file taxes and shit like, oh. like, 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 you know, that's what we're, we're choosing to do oh. with, with what we've been blessed with. Like we file taxes. We wear boring brown shoes to work. Like, why, man? Ashy ass belts, as you said earlier. The ashy ass <laughs> belts. You know what I mean? we, put, we, we, we buy fancy clothes to look cool. To who? Why? I feel like, dog, honestly, it's weird how we aren't all philosophers and scientists. Like, that's the only shit that really matters, bro. You know what I mean? It's like getting answers to this shit so we can better ourselves long run, bro. Like, the, like dog, it's... it's there's so much pointless shit going on in the grand scheme of things. Like, and we just accept it and continue to live like that. And it's just so odd to me. Like, holy fucking shit. There's so much important work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, how do I reconcile, you know, with, with these thoughts? You know, with knowing, like, I, I, I genuinely believe something's after this. I do. I believe I don't think I'm gonna have answers to shit though. I think it, I think it could be just it's potentially just as confusing as this life is. And bro, which, I would yeah. I would feel so cheated if I don't get some answers if there is an afterlife, bro. You think we re- dude? Okay, why? What? What if there was something before this, Tyler? What if this yeah. is after something else? That was you know what I mean. What if we were intelligent life somewhere else? We have no answers to that, bro. But we know we're going to cease to exist one day. And we have to go through this fucking life like we ain't. <laughs> like we like like and and try to and try to find happiness in fucking meaningless shit. Yeah. Bro, are are you I know you're hip to um to Coco the 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 sign language gorilla. Yes, yes. Dude. Okay, so, you know, like she she has proven to be, you know, extremely valuable in in 
and, and what we've learned about the way that animals process information, how intelligent animals are. Because, you know, us as self-righteous humans, we think that animals don't understand the finality of death and all that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she had like some kittens. She, she had a kitten that she loved that died and she knew that it was dead and that it was gone. It was never coming back. Mm-hmm. And like they asked her, you know, what happens? Do, do you know what happens after animals die? And she signed that they go to a comfortable hole. Right. And like and, and so whole is probably like a word for like an abyss or a nothingness, you know, that's probably the word she was trying to aim for there. So just like a comfortable nothingness is what she said as an animal is what awaits us in the afterlife. And that kind of fucked me up when I read that. What if she knows, bro? Yeah. What if she knows, man? I mean, the thing is, maybe they're really connected in ways that we aren't because right. of our consciousness here. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Like, dude, we're so connected to so much meaningless shit. You know what I mean? And and and, and what and what's great, like the the animal, who's very, I mean, we can say it's conscious. You know, that's a conscious thought, right? But yeah, it's comfortable with not knowing and with well, 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 it's comfortable with there being a nothingness afterwards. I I just I think I think there's a, I think there's a level. I don't even know if it's intelligence. Maybe it is. But there's something special about that for that animal to believe there's nothing after it and to exist, you know, comfortably. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't is that animal like uh, is well, what's what's I don't want to call that animal an animal because Coco seems very <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, it's, it's you know, but like Coco, you know, is, you know, does, you know, seems very comfortable with not knowing that there's something or believing that there's not something not anything after I think there's just something next level about that even even higher level than, than humans like because we created a whole bunch of shit so we could feel comfortable right you know what I mean like we I don't know if it's created maybe it's not but there's a lot of stuff that's that there's really that's really illogical and it doesn't seem to make sense based upon the facts that we know about this earth I mean, we don't know a lot of shit, though. We don't know a lot of shit, but based upon what we do know, it doesn't seem likely, but you still choose to believe it. And I'm not judging by, by saying this, but uh, I think, you know, there is, um, I think that, I don't, I don't want to, I don't think that's a weak way of thinking. I don't think that, because I believe there's something after this. Um, but I, maybe, maybe, I, I don't know. I do Maybe it's just arrogance that we really feel like we can just not cease to exist. Maybe that's it. Or maybe it's the, 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 the need um, to feel like, you know, there's purpose behind something. But maybe there isn't. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it all, it all goes back to like, you know, is, is, is our consciousness something that is a bodily function or is it something that is a function that will exist after our body stops functioning? You know, that's basically mm-hmm. what it all comes down to. And we have no fucking idea yet, which is why, like, some scientists are trying to do work of isolating our consciousness. And that will give us an answer there. Motherfuckers are trying to, like, <laughs> upload our consciousness to a cloud, basically. Like, some scientists are working on that technology right now as we speak. That makes me feel less less human. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just my consciousness could continue to exist or maybe something exists like me once I cease to exist just based off my consciousness. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's crazy, bro. Shit is crazy, bro. Shit is crazy. Niggas, <laughs> no, but like, like to me, like I said, I feel like I think the craziest part of what I said is not, that, I mean that I mean as part of it is that you know how we exist for sure because it's insane, it's miraculous and insane. But what's crazy? The craziest part to me is that we don't we aren't super aware of that consistently because that is how how like how are we not like I mean I, I remember being young like feeling like uh am I like this what is what's going on. You know, like, what the fuck is, what is this experience? And, you know, I felt like at one point that it, I, I was, like, in the Truman Show or that I was, like, a an alien experiment or some shit. You know what I mean? So, or, or just, you know, but 
you know, being older now, I just think about the, the things that we do know, the facts that I have been given. And it's just like, how the fuck am I supposed? I just don't know how I can't be engulfed in this. Dude, I honestly, bro, to be 100, like, on some real shit, I called a counselor today. <laughs> I, I said, I mean, I, 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 like, I, I, because of my anxiety attacks, I needed to do that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it is something. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed about it at all. I've been, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. But like, I was like, yo, I need to, I need to figure out a way where I could better exist. I don't, I don't want to get caught in those type of thoughts and just not be able to function anymore. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like seriously, I, I, I walked home. I just went home, bro. I went home, lit up a joint, ordered some food, and just sat. Like, God damn! Like, I just need to call. I need to like, you know, slow these thoughts down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was my only. That was the only way that I could figure to reconcile, you know. Who's to say that doesn't turn into fucking meth? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If I start using drugs as a crutch or weed green as a crutch, <laughs> I usually just smoke weed for like, you know, recreational purposes. I just like being high, you know. It just feels good. It's fun, you know what I mean? But I was like, I went home and got high with a purpose. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, you can't be that motherfucker. You know what I mean? But, you know, what do we do with this information that we have, bro? You know what I mean? What do we do with this information? And and, and what, what is important? What are we doing that's important? You know, like, people were saying, like, well, the Earth is four billion years old, four, four and a half, something like that. I think they're saying, like, the sun is, you know, is scheduled, <laughs> scheduled to explode, you know what I mean, in, what, seven billion years. So we got, like, you know, a little more than, a little less than twice as much as we've been here, you know what I mean? Uh, as far as like for the sun to explode, we probably won't be here when it happens. But no, but for sure, Earth is not going to be here at some point. Not only are we not going to be here, but Earth won't be here anymore. Bro, I, I think humanity has like five hundred more years on this planet anyway, bro. Like we either Mother Nature or or human humans human, ourselves yeah. are going to get us the fuck up out of here. I think so too. I think so too. We're the we're the dumbest smart being that maybe have ever existed. You know what I mean? Maybe on on the in the universe. You know what I mean? But either way, bro. We know these things, and we have to exist knowing these things. Like, ah, it's just it's just a weird thing, man. Like, it's a weird thing to reconcile with. So that's why I don't trip off motherfuckers that that like you know believe in whatever. You know what I mean? In order to you know give you some type of comfort. Feel me? So, yeah, because we don't know shit about shit, bro. We don't know the smartest human that's ever existed. Didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> Not a fucking clue. Dude, we don't know shit about space. And we know more about space than our own fucking oceans. <laughs> and we don't know shit about space, bro. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ. And then, like, I'm, you know, I'm like, thinking about Trump, you know, he's, I think he's trying to do something where, like, he goes to the moon and shit. You know what I mean? Like, trying to get, like, we're going to plant more than our flag on the moon. I, I read some shit about that, you know, this weekend when I was fucking trying to gain as much knowledge as possible. And I'm thinking, like, damn. Like, we need to be figuring out how we can exist in space. Fuck the moon. We can't, we're not going to gain anything further from what we've already, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot. But, you know, like, I don't, you know, based upon, and I, you know, I know somebody that works in that obviously, you know what I mean? So, uh, like you know, she, she was like, "Yeah, like that's there's not a lot of purpose in going to the moon, other than like, you know, a big dick competition for countries." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is these are the people we have leading us. Uh, people like like Trump. You know what I mean? Leading us. Uh, and it's just, good God Almighty, Jesus fucking Christ. I hate to say the Lord. <laughs> to anybody I affected, I so apologize or offended. I apologize, but damn. Uh, I guess we should live in on that, bro, because we don't have any answers. Yeah, we don't know shit about shit, man. We don't know shit about shit. I do want to say, get better, Rick Ross. Get better, Ross. You'll probably never hear this, but it feels like the right thing to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Feels like the right thing to say. All right, man. I'm gonna let you, man. All right, bro. All right, my G.